after discussion, we think that it would be appropriate to begin each episode with an embarrassing story about one of us. Um, this is going to be a short one today because it's kind of a long episode. But Lainey, um, why don't you tell us about your trip to KFC? Oh, you're going to do my less embarrassing story. No, we're um, going to do the embarrassing Well, one. so KFC stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken, as you all may know. Thank you, Lane. <laughs> KFC stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken, as you all may know. And uh, tonight, after the announcement of the Cheeto Chicken Sandwich, yes, it's a real thing, um, we decided to go there and Jensen really wanted to try it. So, um, the KFC (laughs) that we usually go to was closed, so we went to a different one, and we walk in, and I'm just like, wow, this is a big KFC, it's really fancy looking, um, and we get our stuff, and then there's, like, a suit there. Colonel Sanders' suit. (laughs) Yeah, it's Colonel Sanders' suit, and I immediately just think, wow, he'd be short, he's about my height, and then we kept walking, and we were eating, and then, um, wait, no, we weren't eating. We didn't have our food yet. Um, Elsa and I went up to the counter to wait for our food. And as we're waiting there, I just say, this is a really bougie KFC. Like, why, why is it so fancy? And Elsa just looks at me and goes, this is the original KFC. And... Did you immediately like, shout, I thought that was in Kentucky. Yeah, I did. She did. She yeah. just, she was like... But Kentucky! Because uh, we're not in Kentucky, we're in Utah. And, um, like, little known fact, okay, I think everybody in Utah knows. It's not that little known. I think everybody in Utah knows this. Except Lainey. (laughs) The only one. So the first, like, KFC franchise was here in in Salt Lake at this, um, according to Lainey, bougie KFC <laughs> down on State Street and 33rd. It was bougie. It it's, had it's nice. a buffet. It's big. It um, had a decorative suit in the middle. Yeah, it had a big old, like, it had Colonel Sanders suit in glass. It had busts <laughs> of the Colonel himself. It had statues, the Colonel and friends. It had pictures all over the walls, just like any oh, other. Yeah, table. it's like a crazy restaurant, like Applebee's. And somehow or Red I just like didn't put it together that this KFC was special in any way. I just thought it was like in a nice part of town, and some people were like, "We want this KFC yeah. to kick it's not butt." A nice part of town. <laughs> I know it's really not. It's like it's the... in North Murray. I realize that now. <laughs> North Murray. There's like a lot. There's like a lot of um. Of articles and things in the wall. It's basically like all just an homage to like the entrepreneurial spirit, um, because this is an incredibly successful franchise. And in 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 fairness, the owner had a restaurant in Corbin, Kentucky, where he served fried chicken. But this is when it became a franchise. So, you know, it's right. it's very successful now. People are proud of it. It's an it's a nice. It's a nice KFC. So basically, everyone in that KFC watched as I my entire worldview collapsed. She was like, she was like freaking out. She, her entire she was like, wait, but it's Kentucky fried chicken. We're not in Kentucky, and she just like couldn't reconcile this. I mean, and was having a real hard time with I, it. And, I guess, I guess Utah fried. And you know what? You deserved. You deserved to have all those fried chicken patrons laughing at you. Also, also also, Utah fried chicken, the the thing for that would be UFC. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to eat chicken from a place called UFC? 
Okay. So Jensen pointed out that we never discussed um, in our last episode why it was that we didn't talk about the fact that we didn't do an E3 episode. So I'm going to just summarize from our conversation what I think the reason was. E3 was boring. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> right? Like, I think that that was... I mean, it's oversimplifying it, but that That's was pretty much... definitely oversimplifying. I mean, for me... I didn't even try to watch E3 because I was so jet lagged. I fell asleep on the floor in my room. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah, I fell asleep at like five that night. Lainey oh. fell asleep <laughs> upside down on an ottoman and she woke up at two in the morning. Well, she was still there. It was. And she hadn't eaten anything. I fell asleep on the couch and the ottoman together. And when I woke up, Upside the ottoman down. upside down upside the down. ottoman and the couch had like shifted away from each other so my butt was just like <laughs> hanging on the floor and i was like oh that's why my back hurts <laughs> so my point is none of us none of us watched e3 yeah. but then when it came time to like catch up on what had been going on at e3 in the in the previous days we looked at the summaries and we were like oh okay I mean, <laughs> cyberpunk, right. yay. yay. I was, that was neat. Keanu that, Reeves. Yeah. We learned yay, about that three. in Venice, though. For the Keanu Yeah, we, did, we learned about that when we were still in Venice. So Elden like, Ring. Cool. I mean, I'm stoked. Looks cool. Ooh, I don't yeah. know what it's about, but it looks cool. <laughs> and then Nintendo hilariously won, even after they decided not to have a press conference. Um, yeah, Vampire the Masquerade. Vampire the Masquerade. Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, and the Outer Worlds, which I'm like the only person who's excited about, but... That's yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. I mean, that covers it, right? Yeah. Well, there's Final Fantasy VII oh, remake. Yeah. Finally got uh, a, a, yay, a release yet date. Another trailer. <laughs> no, no, it's got a release but date. But it has a release date. Yeah, but like, I mean, it's what's like, it going to look like for real? Okay. <laughs> and Rob played it. Yeah. yeah. Rob from PlayStation. It's like confirmed them. a thing that's happening. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, <laughs> and we don't really know. Yeah. Like, still... There was just like this nebulous promise, but no, now no, it's I'm, like, I'm, it's happening. I understand that, but I'm just saying that the feel that I get from it is still a little, ooh. Yeah, but now they actually have <laughs> gameplay, which is more yeah. promising than just seeing some pretty cutscenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, E3. The point is, we didn't want to talk about E3. I I mean, we we covered it just in like four (laughs) minutes. So, (laughs) the most efficient E3 episode ever. Woo! It's over. That'll be the the next episode. episode. (laughs) (laughs) That was Princess in another podcast. (laughs) That was everything about E3. The whole episode in the can. Yeah, it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Aaron, what are you playing right now? So I've been playing The Last Guardian, which is beautiful and i love puzzle bits and the the adorable trico he's just like a cute loyal dog and oh yeah so cute um started the sinking city which is pretty good so far Mm -hmm. and i kind of played a little bit of witcher 3 um after almost a full year of not playing so yeah, I I thought I was looking at the map. I was like, oh, this map isn't as big as I remember. And then I figured out I needed to look at the world map and I zoomed out and I was like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did yeah. you never do that before or you just oh, forgot? I, I just forgot. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that was an option. <laughs> it reminds me of the first time I played Assassin's Creed Origins and I just started oh pulling gosh. out on the map and then it just kept going and going and going. And I was like, I don't know whether to be really excited or terrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you giggling well when she called Trico a big loyal dog I just thought it's like Japanese Clifford <laughs> <laughs> for some reason I found that funny enough to like 
<laughs> die in silent laughter. And Lainey, okay. what are you playing right now? I haven't been playing much. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Fallout 4 because I heard a song that made me think of it. And then I was like, oh, I have that game. So I've been playing that. And then yesterday I started Devil May Cry 5, which is certainly a fun time. Um, but every time, what's his name? I don't even know their names. Every time, what's his name? Puts his sword into the ground and then he revs it. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I think in cutscenes he does that literally like twice. Like, it's a Japanese. Okay, well, she's seen him both. Yeah. Oh, Lainey, that's not the most outrageous thing. I know. No, I mean, that's like, pretty even, It's not even close. That, like, that started me with an eye roll. I was just like, oh boy. I was going to say, yes, I noticed that you started playing Devil May Cry 5 because I went to go get it to play it today and it wasn't on my shelf. I thought you were playing Sekigo. I was. You were really liking it. I wanted, it was the only thing you were talking about. I wanted to pause. Anyway. There's some giggling in the background. <laughs> they're just waiting. They just have Stranger Things up and they're waiting for the third. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. gosh. Tell me when it... So mean. Tell me when it pops up. It's 11.30 right now, so... We wanted to start at 10.30. Yeah, we wanted to start forever ago. Yeah. We watched an entire Monster Factory episode while you guys were in there drinking your nasty soda. <laughs> stuff was gross. Can I just mention, I said I love the puzzle bits in The Last Guardian, but the whole game is a puzzle bit. Yeah, so you love the whole game? Yeah, I love yeah. the whole game. Wow. <laughs> it's late. Yeah, it's all good. Jensen, what are you playing right now? Um, so I went back to Dark Souls and continued my new game plus. Uh, I haven't played it for about a year. And um, <laughs> I actually ended up beating Ornstein and Smog and the Moonlight Butterfly and uh, the Hydra all in one night after telling Elsa that I was just going to get to the platform right before the archers in Anne Orlando. <laughs> and then I was going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen obviously and didn't you do that on the cruise no no okay. uh on the cruise i i beat the um i finished sense fortress and i beat the iron golem is that what his name is i always want to say the iron giant and i know that's wrong <laughs> Superman. I, I beat the, the dude the, the sense fortress dude and i got to an orlando you know what's funny about that? What? When I was playing Sun's Fortress, I definitely watched The Iron Giant. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> cry. Okay. But yeah, on the cruise, that's where I got to. I was playing on my Switch. But at home on my Xbox, I did that other stuff. Um, and then I also uh, played all of Spider-Man and got the Platinum Trophy for it. <laughs> yeah! I did that... Um, in the two weeks after we got back from our cruise and I actually managed to pick up Spider-Man for like $3 and 60 something cents or something. It's <laughs> like so used the coupon. So you weren't going to say the rest of it. What did I say? No, oh, you've just got oh, a whole, Spider-Man. You've got a whole stuff. Got... Oh yeah. I forgot. Uh, I loved Spider-Man. I cried. I didn't, I really didn't expect that. And I also, um, really liked Mary Jane. This is the only. This is Aaron the, shakes her head in disappointment. I like honestly don't know no. what this. Your deal. Yeah, what is your deal? She's stupid. But yeah, this she is, is the an every only iteration. iteration of Mary Jane where she's not useless and stupid. 
She's a real human well, girl. Can't she be useful <laughs> and smart? Why does she have to be dumb she's at the not, same okay, time? But she's not that dumb. Okay. She is. I'm she's not made really... of paper, Peter. It's like, well, you don't have superpowers either. So stop I know, but at the going same time, into these horrible At the same time, okay, okay. Spider-Man does have a problem of just like assuming that she's like going to get in trouble all the time because literally I had played through multiple levels with her sneaking around and we'd been fine. And then Spider-Man hears that she's going to go sneak in this other place and I and me, I go, okay, cool. So I guess I'll be playing that part with her later. So um, what am I going to do right now? And he goes, oh my gosh, I have to get over there and help her. And I'm like, why do you think you need to go over there and help her? Just hear about the story later. It's fine. Because there are guns. Yeah, but she was fine. (laughs) Because it's a game. She would have been fine. I think she's stupid If it was a real life life situation, then obviously you'd be like, don't do that. Yeah, you'd maybe be like... (laughs) I don't know if that's the best idea, but it's a video game. <laughs> Mary. But, and also like, yeah, he's kind of always doing that. And she's, she's perfectly fine. She figures it out. She's, you know, she wants to be his partner. And so I understand her being annoyed that he's, you know, treating her like she's made of glass. Yeah. You know? Well, but, I'm glad she eventually got weapons and distractions. Yes. Dude, because before that. I was like, oh my gosh, Mary Jane. You. But, but, and, and like, okay, <laughs> I, I normally hate Mary Jane. I'm always like, just go with Gwen Stacy. She's cool and normal. <laughs> and Mary Jane's always depicted as like, there's that stupid picture where she's posing all weird. I'll definitely put that up on the Instagram. And like, that's, that's like what I picture in my head whenever I think of Mary Jane. And I'm always like, ugh. I did catch then, myself like, sitting like that the other day. <laughs> okay, but Elsa, you don't okay. move like a human. But when they introduced Mary Jane in the game, I don't think I'd seen her yet very much when you'd played. I think I saw like one one scene with her, but it was like too quick to like know what was going on or mm. even realize that that was Mary Jane. When I saw her in the game, my first thought was, oh, she's normal. <laughs> she's not like some weird, like freaking cardboard cutout human lamp lady chick i don't even know <laughs> what i'm saying red hair sexy lamp sexy she's lamp. not a sexy lamp with red hair yes she's not a sexy red-headed lamp she's a she's... real person and she they made her look so cute and normal and human and i was just like yay yeah. i love her already well, in I'm... my wildest dreams i wanted this podcast to be all about hot takes and us disagreeing with each other thank you for finally making that yeah. happen yeah. Yeah. also i'm in. glad you i'm glad you guys i'm glad you're on the other i'm glad that you were on the other side of this issue yeah (laughs) fragile must be italian (laughs) sexy lamp i get it Uh, 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 everybody laugh at my new show (laughs) okay Elsa, what are you playing I have been playing a lot of Sekiro. Um, I got a little bit obsessed with it the last couple of days. I've, I've been having to play it just like an hour at a time here and there because of my weird schedule and us leaving the country for several weeks. And <laughs> um, But now I finally got a little bit of, of solid playtime in because I got sick, which, mm. you know... That was Aww. nice. I was a little bit ill over the weekend. Oh, I wish and... I would get sick. You guys get <laughs> sick a lot. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, like, 
ever since I was a little kid, I've always been like, I wish I would get sick more so I could stay home and play video games. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it just never happens. I guess, when I do get sick, I feel bad about missing my obligations. So I just go anyway. I guess I <laughs> haven't been paying attention at all because I did not know that. That I was ill? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't, you thought it was normal for me to sleep for 14 hours? Uh, have yeah, you met you have <laughs> insomnia you have like every sleep problem ever you have sleep paralysis you have hypnogogia you have all of the sleep problems of course i thought it was normal for you to sleep 14 hours you weren't sick when we went to texas roadhouse were you yeah oh you're sick when we went to the i that's the thing kind of what you were talking about see i've got the i've got this issue going on where when i'm sick i just kind of continue doing things yeah but I did allow myself a little bit this time to be like, no, you're ill. You know, you don't have any appointments, so you don't need to go into work. Like, I definitely gave myself a little bit more leeway than I usually do. Mm. And because of that, I had a few extra hours to throw into Sekiro. And that was my only point. I didn't need all of the other character assassination <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Rude. I'm sorry. I love you, Elsa. Thank you. Yeah. She's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> And then I also played a little bit of Devil May Cry 5 after I went looking for where it had gone off to. And um, I'm, still, I'm just a little confused at why you didn't at least send her a text and be like, hey, I'm borrowing your game. Even though she, like, she wasn't there and just like... All I, I mean, it's a little different because you always borrow my games, but you never borrow hers. It's probably just so. the excitement to play Devil May Cry 5. Well, I, I suppose, mean... Yeah. I mean, I will forgive her because of the excitement to play Devil May Cry 5, but tangent question. Could you really... not speak as if I am not in your presence? Can I please defend myself? No. Tangent, <laughs> tangent question right now. Everybody vote yay or nay. Borrowing games, what's the etiquette rule? Do you ask or do you not ask if you're in the same household? Because, I mean, obviously, if it's a completely different house, you've got to ask somebody because you need their permission to, like, enter. And you don't want to just take Depends. something. Are, are you, you hanging out there? <laughs> I would no, say... that's not the standard. The standard is you're borrowing from somebody else in the same household. Do you ask or do you not ask? I think it depends. I think that when it comes to Lainey borrowing games from me or me borrowing games from Lainey, our rooms are right next to each other. So it's really, it's kind of obvious when we borrowed each other's games. You can usually just like peer in and be like, oh yeah, it's there. But your room is in the basement. That's several floors away. <laughs> And so Several. it's <laughs> two, two, two floors away. Counting is hard. It's two floors away. Two and so floor. it's harder. <laughs> I am supremely lazy and it's harder to check on if someone has borrowed your game. If you have to go two floors down okay. or vice versa. Can two I please up. give my, my little defense? I'm honestly forgetting it as you guys keep speaking. Please go. It's fine. We're just... And at least like notice. <laughs> In... It's fine. I don't care. Like. If you were to borrow one of my games, I would at least expect you to be like, hey, I've borrowed your game. Like, I don't, you don't need to ask my permission, but at least, like, informing me. I was just gonna say, you were really into Sekiro. I didn't think you were gonna play any more Devil May Cry for a little bit. And I honestly just forgot. I was, like, on an impulse in the night. I took it upstairs and started playing it, and I forgot to tell you. I really don't mind that much. I'm just giving you crap. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm folding Please. up my chair and I'm dragging it out. I'm going to Walmart. Walmart. Come back. Please. Walmart's open right now. Don't take me. 
man. Anyway, I wanted to pause from Sekiro because I'm kind of at the point in the game where like I've explored a lot of the areas, like I've opened everything up, I've explored a lot of the areas. And so the rest of the game for me is just going to be a boss rush because um, there's just not a whole lot else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to take a pause. And I mean, okay, well, now that I'm saying that, uh, it kind of seems like most of the game is just a boss rush. Yeah. Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I I took a pause to, and I wanted to play in the Bloody Palace for a little while, basically. So what I was going to say <laughs> way, way back when we first started this conversation <laughs> is that I went ahead and I tried out the Bloody Palace for the first time, which is something I've been meaning to do for several weeks now. And I played with each of the characters um and just just in case you don't know the bloody palace is the dlc for Devil May cry 5 it's essentially just wave after wave of enemies and you go through each stage and you just keep beating them as long as you can survive um essentially so i just tried it out with each of the characters and to the surprise of absolutely no one i am the worst with dante <laughs> nero i'm okay v is almost too easy Mm -hmm. Um, I rarely get hurt when like period yeah. when I when I fight with V. The only problem is I do run out of time sometimes. It's because <laughs> of, of his goth sandals. It gives him some sort of power. Yes. And just like Hercules wore sandals. Yeah. It's, <gasps> That's okay. why. it's the OP secret. I wear sandals. And I secretly And Jesus wore sandals. <laughs> <laughs> How is it that you guys managed to come up with the dumbest conspiracy theories? <laughs> Sandals give you power. Why have I been wearing these stupid shoes? Sandals equal power confirmed. 2019, guys. Okay. Elsa's wearing sandals and she's the one who moderates this. <laughs> she has the power. Okay, but how successfully do I moderate it? And you guys <laughs> get to edit this episode. I know. Just so you know. Jensen looks like resigned. I like, already mm. know I'm doing it. <laughs> Those sandals look like they have the power of grade school. As mentioned, I wasn't feeling super well over the weekend, but we still went to Gamescon. Yeah. We went to a total of three panels. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, no, four, because we went to the one on Thursday also. Oh, right. That's oh, right. Yeah. The okay. one that Corinne was in. Oh, yeah. And you got to see... Okay, so Corinne is Jensen's old professor, and she yes. got to see her. And fun. Well, she's she's young, but I mean, like, her professor My previous previous professor. professor. <laughs> when she used to be... In college. A English former, is dumb. A former <laughs> yeah. professor. Former professor. Yes. Of narrative in games. Writing tutors. Yes. Yes. So we have uh, several questions. And by several, I mean we basically have one question for each of the <laughs> panels that we went to that we were just going to kind of address because it was a fun time. Like Gamescon is just a local thing that they do here in Salt Lake City. I think they were bragging that it's like the sixth largest um con in the u.s or something Vi and video I, game con yeah video, video game con specifically which i was like okay well, that's like yeah. really narrowing it oh anyway yeah. it was a fun time it was a very was fun time mm -hmm. and um so the panel we went to on thursday was for oh no i forgot it was what for called. um what can video the, games accomplish that no i'm game? talking about the network like, there's a word there's a name for the oh. networking um, oh you didn't you didn't mm -hmm. that's Uden. right yeah. it stands for uh, <laughs> utah entertainment <laughs> you, uh, develop i thought it was no. u d e 
and yeah, oh yeah, Utah De- Development, Development Entertainment Network. 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 Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> oh my god, we did it! <laughs> Five. That is ninety percent guess and probably correct. <laughs> anyway, Uden. <laughs> um, and they seem great. Uh, they're a networking group here in Utah that has to do with video games and um, movies and other people involved in media, YouTubing, that kind of thing. Yeah. YouTubing, is it a verb? It's a verb, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, and then all of them getting together and essentially helping each other out and networking. And it seems like a really um, positive, supportive thing that people are doing here mm-hmm. in Salt Lake. So that's quite cool. Yeah. And um, we went to that and they were talking a little bit about the relationship between movies and video games. So our question is going to be about that for Mm -hmm. this. What can video games accomplish that movies can't, vice versa? And let's go ahead and start with Lainey. Okay, great. Well, my answer is very short and concise. Um, I think the main thing about video games is that it puts you in the situation so that the events going on are happening to you rather than you observing them like in a movie. And it sort of puts you more into it. You're more connected to the characters immediately. Like I can tell you when I played um, The Last of Us, they immediately have you play as Joel's daughter and it makes you connect with her like immediately. Not just because she's a cute girl, because in a movie, like, yeah, she's a cute girl, but maybe you wouldn't have felt it as deeply as you did when you played as her in the beginning. And My other example is that I love horror movies and I feel like I've got an okay stomach for horror movies, but when it comes to horror games, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, and that's kind of why I wanted you to go first because I kind of want to bounce off of that because the thing that I kept thinking of that I, I love that you can do in games that you can't really do in movies is that it kind of requires that patience and like you can't watch somebody go through a traumatic experience in real time um as easily in a film like I mean they've done it before but they tend to be either really boring or really long (laughs) (laughs) and um in a in a video game I feel like it manages to put you in this position where you can experience things on this really like this level that you're just not going to appreciate in a film like a six hour I'm thinking specifically in my head when I played Outlast if you were watching that happen in the time it takes you to go through the actual game on a film that would just be boring it would be a lot of walking around and nothing happening but because you're playing it there's tension there you're constantly worried that something's going to happen but there's you know it can be long stretches of time between any any kind of event (laughs) and I I sort of love that I sort of love that it requires a little bit of patience and it requires you to kind of suspend that tension it does make it a more realistic experience which I think is why you as somebody who's a fan of horror in film doesn't necessarily respond well to horror in games because you don't like that suspension of tension personally (laughs) I love it (laughs) I really really like that a lot and um and that's something that video games can give me that horror movies can't for me horror movies are such a passive experience even the best of them are Mm -hmm. um but with a video game it becomes so much less passive yeah i mean i am having trouble finding horror movies that actually scare me now 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's somewhere I'm like, oh, that's kind of gross, and I sort of hate humanity a little bit, but I'm not, like, scared. I'm not, mm-hmm. like, going to sleep at night like, oh, no, they're going to get me. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily feeling I'm going to get me, but sometimes there's that existential dread or just those... Like, I think the last movie I watched where I felt really disturbed and I, like, thought about it for a while afterwards and just kept having these little moments of, oh, that was messed up. Um, It was probably hereditary. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I think we talked a little bit about that one before. But I'm talking here, like, I can't get, I can't get a single horror movie to make my monkey brain scared. Yeah. You know? Like, none of them make my monkey brain scared, but a horror game, my monkey brain is going crazy. My monkey brain thinks that it's going to get murdered. So, Jensen. All right. <laughs> um, basically, uh, what Lainey said about, like, being able to, to you know, be in the action and be another character, but, like, specifically the fact that you can become a character that is both you and not you. Like, you can play as someone who is a completely different kind of person than you. You know, you can be a different race, you can be a different gender, you can be different, like, any, like, different situation, different nationality, anything. But you end up connecting with them because they are you, you know? And that's, like, you can't really do that with film or with books or anything like that. Like, you can... People try, yeah. and ideally, you achieve um, a level of empathy yeah. that's like. But it's really not. Effective. It's a different kind because there's still that disconnect mm-hmm. because you're watching them. You know that's not you when you're it's... watching them on like a movie, but like, or if you're reading about them in a book. But when you're playing as them, it feels like you. you it's so immediate. It's like yeah. it's because in a movie you can relate to them, but yeah. in a video game, you you're making yeah. those decisions. You're doing you're all that for doing that, that. for them. And that's what I love. And that's why I love to, like, that's why I played Mass Effect 21 times. It's because I wanted to play as different characters and make different decisions that I was like, you know, this is a decision I would never make. Let's make that decision. And then let's feel connected to Shepard, the Shepard that has made that decision, you know? I would maybe simplify it into just saying that you feel more responsible for the character. Yeah. When it's when you're the one who is in charge of what they're going yeah. to do. Therefore, you exactly. feel more for yeah. them. Yeah. And you feel more empathetic if, for them. If like more something wrong happens, them. you're going to feel more remorse for them. Like I can empathize or sympathize for days with a movie character, but nothing they're doing is because of me. It's yeah. because of a bunch of in writers fact, and directors. You're and frequently like, why would you make that choice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're just like, well, that's an interesting decision. <laughs> But with the video game, you're the one making. The yeah, and you decisions. when you make a dumb choice, <laughs> you have to go. Why did I make that choice? Yeah, you know, uh, I I said that uh, an incorrect thing. I've beaten Mass Effect twenty times, not twenty one yet. Yeah, I'm I thinking was... about the twenty first time a lot lately. That's why. Thank God. Yeah, I'm planning. <laughs> I'm planning my twenty first playthrough. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna make all the dumb people choices, <laughs> and I'm gonna Twitch stream it, and I'm yes. really excited. <laughs> Be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything different to say than you guys for video games. Like, that's exactly how I feel, like, completely connected, completely inserted into the game. Um, so I'll go the other direction and, um, tell you what movies and TV shows can do for me that video games can't. Um, so... I mean, some video games can be exhausting, like all the fetch quests and all the traveling and the fights that you don't want to do and all of that stuff. So sometimes I just 
need to be pulled along for the ride and let them take care of everything for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> just be an observer. Um, and yeah. It's, it's funny. I almost feel like, like I get what you're talking about, but at the same time, I sometimes feel the complete opposite. Like, okay. I'm really excited for Stranger Things, but I also am so stressed out about it because I know that they've they've talked about this season like being like the darkest season and like, you know, Noah not being like, I cried and stuff. And I'm stressing out being pulled along in their journey. And I'm thinking I'd much rather be like in there in a game because mm. then I would have some control. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, anyway, sorry. I, I think I derailed that a little bit. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think at the panel, I don't remember them talking specifically about horror movies very much or about horror games, but I found that, like, that was what I was thinking of more mm -hmm. than anything because I yeah. think that's an interesting contrast. And I know that you guys are not, not mm -hmm. like, really big into survival horror the way that oh, okay. I am. I thought you were going to say you're not into horror movies and I was going to be like, no, Elsa, how many me. times do I have to tell you I love horror movies? I don't like horror games because I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> anyway, That's the one thing where it's no, like, I was going to say flipped. I'm more stressed playing through a horror game than I am watching a horror movie. I, I understand that I'm the one who really likes survival horror and that the rest of you yeah. uh, just sort of tolerate it <laughs> from time to time i do enjoy it i just can't i like play watching it, it yeah. i like watching because it. then it's like a horror movie which i love i well that's but good. i don't I love like its existence it it's I'm out scared. there living its best life it's just that i can't yeah. do anything i appreciate well, it that it's there but i don't necessarily need to take part in it i'd kind of gotten that from the fact that you guys have watched me play a lot of mm -hmm. games even if you were, you know, even if we watched it through our fingers, yeah, <laughs> and jumped exactly. against the wall a couple of times in I, fear, I, I literally like tried to claw my way out of her room once <laughs> when she was playing Outlast Two and you were in the cornfield. You remember? Oh yeah, you were sneaking through the cornfield and I got so scared I left at the wall. Wait, crawl your way out of her claw. Room. Claw your. I was her, like scratching at the wall. Claw your way out of her room. Does she live in the pit of Buffalo Bill's house? <laughs> I just like leapt at the wall and was like, ah, I need to get out of here. <laughs> and then she made me play through that part and I was just screaming. <laughs> I got through it, but I was screaming the whole time. It's that exact, I was so scared. It's that that exact so thing that makes, every time I play until dawn and it's got the picture of the barn and the scarecrow and the cornfield and he's like, what scares you about this picture? Where is it? I'm always like, the <laughs> and he's like, do you know what it is? I'm like, no! <laughs> That's why it scares me. <laughs> it's the unknown, you idiot. Are you a psychiatrist or not? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> okay, not. sorry. As, I derailed you so bad. As I was going to say, like five freaking minutes ago, we went to another panel about horror. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to... To, well, okay, the movie one wasn't about horror, but I just felt like it should have been the whole time. Um, <laughs> the second, the other panel we went to was about horror games, but it was actually talking a little bit more in, in the vein of horror um, tabletop, tabletop games. games. Yeah. Horror tabletop games are the only type of horror games that we've all played together. Yeah. Only type true. of tabletop games we've all played together. We've all played... probably the only type of horror games we've all played together too, let's yeah. be honest. And um we were reminded of some some horror tabletop games that we've loved, including I'll talk about this first. So Nightmare. Yeah. Does 
anybody remember this? You had a VHS tape and you'd put it in the TV and this spooky dude called the gatekeeper would appear and yell abuses at you for an hour. <laughs> it was a spooky. And guide you yes. through your game. And it was so fun. It hardcore gave me nightmares dude, as a child. Okay. I remember playing with um, Brittany and Becca and just being terrified. It was the greatest. Every, every Especially sleepover. Especially because I think he picks on the youngest one a lot. He and does. the youngest. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Every sleepover I had with my childhood friends, we played Nightmare. Mm. And it got to the point where they didn't want to. And I was like, Nightmare, Nightmare, Nightmare. And they were like, Lane, no. And I was Lane, yes. <laughs> And it was really fun because I wasn't the youngest in that group. Mm. I think we only had the original game. Um, I looked it up and there have been many, many sequels to this. Yeah. And we Why? need to track them we down. We need to find them. We only have the one. Yeah. But we and, did But copy. we did, yeah, we transferred it to DVD so we could keep it and play it forever. Because we... the VHS copy was starting to, to break. Mm. But our dad got a like VHS to DVD copier. And, and so we just like transferred it. We, did. we really yeah, we need to keep this forever. And we really need to do a let's play of it. Yes. Maybe at a time where I'm gone so that I'm not the youngest, but. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to do this for Halloween. If I'm still here, I'm probably going to still be still here. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to talk about horror games that we've played and loved because we actually all have played and loved horror games it's not just me it's no, all of you no, too it's not just you so Aaron, surprisingly enough <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah dread um is super fun and funny honestly i don't really get scared playing it just i don't know maybe my imagination isn't good enough <laughs> and and i usually play a drunk and or a flirt <laughs> Yes. Dread is a tabletop game, by yeah. the way. Oh, yeah. yeah Sorry. No. No, <laughs> it's a tabletop yes. game. Yes. Yeah. Flirt, who flirted with my character, by the way. <laughs> yes. And he was always and like, And then she no. sacrificed herself for him. She, like, grabbed his robot arm and set it to self-destruct and then ran at the enemies with it and was like, I love you! And, like, exploded. You exploded in two of our Dread games because you also exploded when you were the drunk. We used you to light the enemy on fire because the barrels turned out to actually be full of blood instead of wine because yeah. our DM lied to us. I'm and so mad about GM, that. My, and my poor, my poor stoic captain wasn't sure how to feel about that. Wait. My only is, lady is space. <laughs> this is a this is another I'm sorry, this is another tangent, but just a public service announcement to all of the GMs or DMs out there. Unreliable narrator doesn't really work in a tabletop RPG. Okay. <laughs> Can we all just agree that like I mean, don't test that. I'm sure you could find ways to make it work, but like generally speaking speaking you don't get to just lie to the yeah. player like if you want to if you don't want to be completely direct you can just say it seems like this your yeah. character it sees this that's yeah. the way it's supposed to be right because that yeah am I lying? but lying and telling us that they were like, full of wine yeah. and then we found out no they're full of Look, blood the casks are full of blood it's wine which is why i broke the cask open to check if it was full of blood and he's like no it's wine right lies See, if, <laughs> lies if he wanted to say it and not say it's full of blood he could have just said it is a red liquid and you put it in your hands and it doesn't really look like wine 
And if you wanted, you could taste it. And he'd say, has an irony and salty taste to it. You'd be like, yeah, it's blood. Yeah. And didn't you lose like a hand or a couple of fingers trying to move those stupid <laughs> casts over there because you thought they were full of wine and we were going to use them to blow up the enemy? I lost my entire damn hand in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> that game was amazing. But yeah. That was an amazing game. Even though, even though it was... Even though Even it was, was a disaster and it was that way because <laughs> I decided I wasn't going to let the murderer get away. <laughs> Why haven't we played Dread since I've been home? What the heck? I mean, I ultimately we had fun. So I guess the GM did his job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've talked about Until Dawn before. I can only play that because there's a lot of QTEs in it and lots of decisions to be made. Um, and it, but it still gives me like the jump scares and like the fear of, oh my gosh, I could die and it's permadeath. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, I always talk about thief levels. There's always one like haunted or really creepy level in all the thief games, which I think is pretty cool because who would make a game about a thief and be like, hey, we should have like a horror level. Like, just horror. <laughs> I'm saying that weird. Horror. 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 The rural juror. <laughs> the rural juror. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, the most recent thief they did was actually pretty terrifying and did Elsa a played great that. job. Elsa yeah. played through that level. She was fine. And she was like... <laughs> practically yawning the whole time especially because it was like three in the morning when we made her play it yeah. but she was just like this is not scary guys <laughs> and we were like over there in the corner like yeah. shaky it's like it is it's an insane asylum and it's haunted it's scary <laughs> so it's just it was, like nah, okay. it's eerie <laughs> i like the stealth element i yeah. was mostly yeah. you were legit falling though. asleep though you, you better believe like, there's a video game writer and they're like okay scary level what's gonna scare them like insane asylum that's haunted <laughs> and Elsa's just like it's right picture this no one's ever done this before <laughs> they like have a wheel and they're like it's insane asylum and then they roll some dice and they look at a, 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 a key and they're like haunted, haunted. and they're like in the first room and you then see they a, wheelchair and then they get some of those like those bones that you use for like fortune telling with your own to go buy a janitor <laughs> so that's kind of how beef makes it scary levels <laughs> exposed yeah. i mean if we're just talking about scary settings i feel like you can pitch stuff that like like that that kind of works and just immediately sort of brings to mind dread but then you could also be like your grandmother's room. She's been missing for three months. Oh, heck no. <laughs> Grandma, Mima, where are you at? <laughs> There's a tea set on the ground. No. Why and a single cigarette now? that's ashed. It's what are still you talking warm. about? Your <laughs> grandma doesn't smoke. Oh, I get it. It's not my grandma. <laughs> okay. You just cut all of that. <laughs> what about? What about? What about? Please keep it on. <laughs> what about a grocery store? I'm cutting that. Oh. Uh, a you grocery walk past, high school. You walk past. A haunted carrot. No, no, no a grocery 
grocery store can be really scary. No. It's a grocery store. You walk store. past what? the milk aisle and you see a person standing there and you lock eyes with them and then you get scared because they're a stranger. <laughs> so it's just like... So just a normal This is just like anxiety adventure. adventure. Ladies just anxiety, the, the game. game. <laughs> No, the grocery store. You're like your your controller's just always vibrating. <laughs> no, 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 not not always vibrating because then you get you too used to it. Random what? moments. You're just like walking around, all of a sudden, just you're like, wait, why is this making me nervous? Right, right, right. <laughs> no, but a grocery store can be a legitimately terrifying setting. All you have to do is add mm. a few broken lights, a couple of things spilled on the ground for no reason, and rotting. some food that's rotting. And also, you're looking around, you can't see a clerk anywhere, and then you go over to the milk aisle, and you look through them, and you see a person standing there just staring at you, and, and a single tear rolls down their cheek. And, <laughs> for some inexplicable reason, all I want for Christmas is my nose. <laughs> <laughs> for what? All I want for Christmas is you. No, no, can we change that to fly me to the moon? Okay. Ooh. That actually works, though. Mine was a joke. Yeah. Wait. Lainey oh. was trying to lighten it because she was getting scared. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, but anxiety the game. I want to actually make this. Okay. Also, can I just say, I had to go upstairs to ask one of the people who I work with if he could make a sign saying that we were closed for July 4th and our hours were different for July 5th. And I went up there and I asked him. And then as I was walking away, I realized that my heart hurt. And I was, like, sweating profusely. And I got to the elevator and was like, oh, I have anxiety. <laughs> How is it that you have a job working with people? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Jensen and then we're done. Okay. Um, so I really don't like games that force you to be helpless. Because I feel like that... For me, that's totally unrealistic. If I was in a dangerous, like, or scary situation, I wouldn't just walk around with, like, just a flashlight going, is anyone there? <laughs> like, I would find a weapon. <laughs> if I needed to, I would make a weapon. I'd break a chair and use the leg, like anything. And so it kind heel. of... heel. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It just... It, so it, like, really frustrates me when I'm put into a game where I have to be helpless. Like, Outlast, you just got, like, your camera... And I'm like, why would you just have a He's camera? A what is wrong with you? I love that. That's like my favorite type of horror game. He's I can't. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like feeling completely helpless. And so that's <clears throat> that's part of why I don't like horror. Um, also, because I'm a big whip, <laughs> so I get really scared really easily. But being chased. I really want you to play detention. I just decided. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like being chased either. Um, but yeah, I like the option to pick up a weapon. Um, so I tend to only like games that are more spooky than real horror. Like, I love Bloodborne because it's got that spooky atmosphere, but it's I not have trying. weapons. Yeah, Bloodborne's not trying to scare yeah. you. It's not trying to scare me, but it's it's spooky. You it's know? trying to make I love. I love being in a game with a spooky atmosphere, like Vampire. Oh my gosh, I got so terrified a couple times playing Vampire just because of the atmosphere. I'd be walking around and there'd be some enemy making creepy noises and I'd like go into my vampire like blood sight mode thing and I'd see them like twitching over there and I'd be like super freaked out, but not to the point where it was paralyzing because I had weapons and so I would feel confident enough that like I can beat them. It's okay. I can I can fight them off. It's creepy, but it's so, not debilitating. So I'd say that you really like 
cool and gothic as like the main genre and spooky is maybe like a subgenre. Yeah. Or like with Bloodborne, it's cool and gothic is the main genre and then it also kind of makes you think about cosmic uh, nihilism a little. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I mainly like spooky things. Yeah. Werewolf, fun, it's spooky, scary. <laughs> what? Always becoming become men. men. Men becoming, becoming wolves. wolves. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Sorry, you need to watch Dirty Rock, the... lady. Oh, 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 okay. She hasn't watched enough of it. Oh, my gosh. I've watched okay. a Sun Tea episode more times than I can count. That's really it. <laughs> you need to watch more. You need to watch all of it. What about the sandwich episode? That one's good. That one's that amazing. One's and, of course, Fun oh, Cooker okay. is, like, <laughs> fantastic. And Milf, Milf Island. Milf Island, <laughs> yes. That's great. Okay, sorry. Okay. And Lainey. Um, so mine basically is the same as everyone else repeated. Until Dawn was the first one I ever actually played. Mm -hmm. And I will say I was scared the first time playing through it, but now I can play through it and I'm like (laughs) 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 poo poo. (laughs) Anyway, I also like playing Dread, that one's really funny. I played Slender Man when it was the thing and I was really bad at it and I could only get like two notes and I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. See, I I tried to play Slender Man, it's but like um this the computer that I was playing it on was not ideal for the game. I, I don't know if this is a part of the mechanic or if there was just something wrong with my laptop, but it seemed like the screen kept getting darker. Um, as the time went on and it got, and it got to the point where I was like, I was like, well, I could just can't even finish this. It's just a black screen with some occasional screaming happening. And I I don't know (laughs) what's going on. Your flashlight runs out of battery. So the, you get, it gets progressively darker and darker till you can't see. I don't think it's supposed to be so dark that I literally am just can't. It's just a black screen. I don't know. (laughs) Um, yeah. And then the other thing I like is I love watching survival horror i can't play it but i do love watching it like i watched elsa play layers of fear and outlast and parts of outlast 2 never got to see her play the whistleblower dlc so i found a let's play of it and watched it and then uh, a couple like a month ago i was like i really want to rewatch the whistleblower dlc so i watched markiplier play it and that was certainly a time and I really liked it. I love watching Let's Plays of horror games. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. I really enjoy watching horror games, but I, I'm, I I'm not strong enough to play them. <laughs> I keep buying them for some reason. I have all the Dead Space games. One thing I've never played them. I have different from Jensen is that I prefer a game, a horror game, to be one of those like you only have a camera. And you're helpless. And you're helpless. I think it's far more interesting to watch. And yeah, also, it's more interesting to watch, but that's not what I want to play. And also, weirdly enough, I get, like, a ton of anxiety when it comes down to, like, actually having to kill things in a game, in a horror game, because I'm like, oh, no, now I have to be good at hand-eye coordination. <laughs> and with a game where you're helpless, it's more about running and hiding, and I feel like that's a lot more mm. doable. That's always and so scary to me. It's a lot more gross like, motor control and a lot less yeah. fine motor control, but if you're, which is what I suck at. If you're just, if your only defense is hiding, they might find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that scares me more than having to go up and fight a big hulking monster, it's you know? It's like the feeling. At that... least I, if I go down, I go down fighting, you know? I go down on my terms. 
I'm not just being dragged out of a hiding place and murdered. <laughs> well, you yeah. know what? I guess we know who's the coward and who's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's like that feeling of when you're the last person in the basement and you have to turn off yeah. the light at the bottom oh. of the stairs and you run up the stairs. Yes. Like, yeah. It's that feeling and I hate it so much. You live in you the basement? Just, I know. <laughs> you just brought back so many pure little kid-like yeah. memories. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Dude, it's not even no. little kid memories. Okay, wait, Elsa. <laughs> last night I had to get <laughs> last, night. last night. I last night I finished watching Stranger Things season two, last episode. You know, getting caught up. And it was like midnight 30, and I needed more toilet paper. So I went down to the basement to get some. And I found one of one of those clicky lights in um like on the main floor that you can like click in and then it gives you light. So I used that and it was not bright enough. Mm-hmm. And so I like ran down there and I Grab the toilet paper and then I just like ran upstairs. Okay, because you crapped your pants. <laughs> also, I still get uh, basement no, related nightmares, and our basement is uber creepy, and that it always feels like you're being watched. It really does. Whatever. It's I only saw like looming dark figures like that one eyes, time. There are eyes in the back of your neck every time you're in the basement, and it's freaking creepy. And it might not just be our creepy cat Sylvester. I feel that. Also, in the daytime, even yeah, when I'm also, down there. Also. Anybody else think of the episode of Community when it's what's his name and he's like, I just want to play on the swings. I want to play on the swings. They push me off. They're like, yes, yes, childhood trauma can be can be a very great energy source to draw from. <laughs> childhood trauma that happened last week. <laughs> yes. record so late just because it makes us loopy. <laughs> it does. Yeah. This is this is a bit too late. Okay, and we're going to skip talking about the panel that was on soundtrack because I don't know about you guys, but when I was listening to um the panelists talk about video game music and, and video game soundtracks, the thought that kept coming through my head was I could do this. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I like. They made it a point that like only one of them was really like a music person. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, we're all music people. <laughs> I never like really thought about it, but that was the moment where I realized that video game music is really important to me, and I always notice it. Yeah, and so we should probably just have an episode. Where we should- we need to just music. do an. We need to yeah. do a yeah. music episode yeah. because maybe we should do is, that next time. Yeah, music yeah, is should. kind of huge for all of us in its own way, and there's yeah. a lot to say about music. So we'll just do a music yeah. episode. But so, last question: um, What else stood out to you at GamesCon? The funnel cake. Oh my gosh, it was magical. <laughs> it was, it was good. really good funnel Remember cake. Remember how much massive. you complained about buying it? It was really yummy. I, I complained about, about buying. I yeah. complained about buying the lemonade, which was six dollars. Okay, yeah. It was dumb as heck, and it wasn't even that good. I'm I so was, mad. At least they let you refill it. I was thirsty. Hmm. That the <laughs> refill wasn't free, was it? No, it was three dollars. What? Three dollars. Oh, we should have just gotten the soda at the beginning. Oh my gosh, I'm so crap, furious, man. guys. Okay. The soda was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the soda was amazing. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is that all Lainey wanted to? Oh, I also wish I had cosplayed, but you know, a time and a place, my dude. <laughs> time and a place. We did only give you like, like a three game days warning. <laughs> we Sorry. only gave her three days Games warning. Con I texted Saturday. her like 
a day or two before the the panel on Thursday and was like, are you coming to that with us? And she was like, wait, there's a thing to go to? I don't have a ticket. And I was like, oh, okay, I I guess we'll get you a ticket. I suppose I could have worn your ratty Pikachu costume. You should have. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was the only person in the group in costume. That's okay. You would have been our Pikachu. We could have been trainers. We could have thrown balls at you. We've been trainers who are fighting over which one this Pikachu belongs to because we all threw (laughs) a ball at it and we don't know whose ball it was that caught it. Whoa. Why do cosplays have to have elaborate backstories with you? <laughs> I don't know. I just you could, you I saw it as an be, opportunity to do some creative look, writing. You could have just been Ash Ketchum and his rando friends. The one that kind of looks like he's named Chad and the girl with the red hair. <laughs> if you want to be boring about it. Aaron, please um, bring us some sanity. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> um, yeah, so I loved all the panels that we went to. Um... The art that everyone was selling was really cool and always love people watching, especially for all the amazing cosplays. And we saw a bunch of KDA pop or pop play cosplays, which made me pop super play. happy. <laughs> <laughs> and pop stars. Yeah. Yeah. Pop stars. Yeah. Also, like Elsa said, the, the soda, like, holy crap. It's the Wild Bill's Old Fashioned Soda Pop Co., um, <clears throat> they give you these cool looking old school mugs and you get free refills, which I wish we had known because I would have, mm-hmm. we would have been going throughout the whole thing. Um, but I looked online and it doesn't look like they have any shops or food trucks. Looks like they just go to conventions and you can't order their soda online. Oh, dude. And I'm like dying. I'm like, when will I see you again? <laughs> just have to go to the next GamesCon. <laughs> So, in a year remember. <laughs> oh wow yeah, I mean if I you think about it though <laughs> assuming they don't go out of business that's gonna save you tons of, of money on drink yeah. for every convention you go yeah, to from true. here on out any other conventions if they go to comic con and there you go mm-hmm. next games con there you go Yeah. find some other things to go to conventions <laughs> over <laughs> find some other stuff to care about yeah. <laughs> real fast Earth. <laughs> the earth. Yeah. There's a knitting convention. Or... If we were in Vegas, there'd be conventions all the time. It's true. But we moved. Yeah. Don't I'm glad. Yay. Don't yeah, okay. don't go to a furry convention. I mean Vegas was no. fun. Maybe Why not? not? I mean, I don't know. If you I want bet to go they're and support nice. their community. But like I don't think Aaron's up for it. Okay, but try to picture <laughs> try to picture them drinking soda without taking their oh, heads off. Oh no. Well some of them are like, no not taking my head off and yeah, others are like oh i'm just wearing a pair of ears or i mean something. i don't know enough to be like and but i just wonder like i'd want to go just to see what choices well, people specific... make as far as like eating food and drinking stuff well, you from know? what i understand protect the cost do they have like do some of them have like mouths cut open like... no no i think okay so from my understanding about first this is a tangent that we do Elsa. not need <laughs> Just no tangents. Okay, okay. <laughs> Move on. My thing that I want to shout out for GamesCon was uh, the Artist Alley. Um, I really loved getting to talk to the artists and getting to see all of their work. I'm kind of shy and I kind of am really cautious when it comes to talking to people, especially talking to people who are looking at me with hope in their eyes. Like they're, they're, they're like, oh, I'm really... so scared to make eye contact with anyone trying to sell me something. They're really invested in me buying something from them. And I know that I don't have enough money to buy all the things that I want. 
Um, and so I just, I don't know, I get really nervous, but the truth is, is that most of them are super sweet and nice and they do good work. And it was honestly like my favorite thing at the con to just like wander around and look at all the art. Did do you remember the name of the one lady? Oh, Dead Binky? Dead Binky. She was really nice. Give her a shout out because she's wonderful. She was really, her. really super nice. And she specifically mm -hmm. does Ouija boards, which I just think is a new kind of idea for an artist. Most she, of them do tarot cards. And she was like, no, Ouija boards. Well, yeah. and she gave a really good reason for why she hasn't done a tarot deck yet, even though I think her style would look great on a tarot deck. Oh, gosh. Uh, so she fast. was kind of worried about the the her art evolving as she's working on the project so that the cards she starts with and the cards she ends with look nothing alike, which is like a totally legitimate concern that I never thought about before because you know people's art changes mm. over time and a tarot deck is a huge project yeah and but also that could be kind of cool if you like specifically chose the order of cards that you're doing so that if it did change it kind of says something about the deck that could be cool but yeah it's possible and she also you should do a tarot deck <laughs> okay well and she also said about it. that most artists <laughs> do a tarot deck and that she sort of wanted to stand out and be different mm -hmm. and i think ouija boards are something that you don't see as much yeah and they're really pretty yeah like had... i don't use a ouija board but i kind of wanted one <laughs> she has some very pretty ouija boards they were yeah. Nice. yeah it was nice mm. um and me jensen <laughs> <laughs> um i just wish we could have gone to all three days yeah we had to I work was, and stuff it was dumb yeah, yeah i was really sad that we didn't go to more because like once i saw what the panels were gonna be like and once we actually got there i was like just so sad that we weren't able to be there longer because it was really fun mm -hmm. I, basically i had more fun at that uh, than any other time i've left the house in like a while <laughs> <laughs> so i mean other than to come here really <laughs> or, to, or to go to like really Greece. jensen oh yeah florence <laughs> okay. i was to be like jensen for really two we weeks went to <laughs> it's more fun than any reason i had to leave the house and for the last two weeks i forgot what we were <laughs> i forgot that we were in a different country for a while <laughs> jensen gaming con this sparks joy jensen <laughs> santorini this does not spark joy <laughs> I got to see places that I've only seen in Assassin's Creed, but I got to see them in person. Yeah, and I got to see that the Florence, Cathedral, see the Florence Cathedral is really about as tall as it looks in Assassin's mm. Creed 2. I was full on expecting it to be smaller, but yeah, you know, actually it's Jensen, like... You can zipping. Google a picture of the Florence Cathedral, but you can't see a bunch of... Cosplayer right. groups of KDA walking around on Google. It's like twelve thirty. Okay, <laughs> it is too damn late for this joke. Okay. I would like to. I would like to profusely apologize for like totally shirking on my moderator <laughs> duties today. <laughs> as moderator. At a certain at a certain point, I just got really tired, and I've just been letting these two go. And I know that that's the reason why it's taken us this long. <laughs> to record this episode is because I have been very ineffective at telling them to shut up. Are we gonna do a really, really quick what are you obsessed with that's not video game related? Yeah, right now? we're gonna do the last two questions. Okay, good. If Let's we do can it. ever get to them. Let's move on. Okay. Yep. So let's just list them. 
and move on. Okay. So this last <laughs> question, so not the last question. The second to last question is what not video game thing are you obsessed with right now? Aaron. Oh. So I I recently had a gratuitous love affair with Miraculous Ladybug. Thank you, Lainey. <laughs> um, watching tons of anime, Kaguya-sama. I probably said that horribly. Love is War, Zombieland. Is it what Zombieland Saga? Mm-hmm. Probably. Attack on Titan, Tokyo Ghoul, all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And Hunter x Hunter, which is one of my favorites. Right? Yeah, you're watching that one. It's so weird. Sorry, I, I know Hunter I wasn't gonna Hunter. elaborate, but it's so funny <laughs> no, because it seems like it could be a kid show, and then all of a sudden someone gets brutally murdered, or someone rips their heart out, yeah. or something. Like it <laughs> so... looks, it looks so lighthearted, and like yeah. it is, and it is kind of lighthearted and joyous and everything. Yeah. But I love Hunter x Hunter because of the complex characters and character mm. relationships, and like especially the villains. They go out of their way to really fill them out as people, and it's yeah. like something you do not seeing a show like that very often mm-hmm. anyway i love hunter yeah hunter. it's so good yep so stranger things obviously it's july 3rd today that we're recording this and actually technically now it's the fourth because oh it's gosh, <laughs> anyway i am really excited for season three i can't wait to go watch it immediately after recording this okay also um i've been listening a lot to the podcast how did this get made um, it's really good. It's with Paul Shear and Jason Manzukis and June Diane Rayfield. And it's, they just like watch like really terrible movies and then talk about it. Lainey. Hannibal. <laughs> I finished it. And it was great. And Hugh Dancy is a gift from heaven. Um, there are a lot of other things, but right now I can't think of any of them. This is the NBC television but- show Hannibal. Right? Yes. Yeah. Hannibal with Lawrence Fishburne, Mads Mikkelsen, and Hugh Dancy. And it was wonderful. Wondrous, beautiful thing. Um, I'm reading Frankenstein right now, which I'm enjoying right now. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. Um, I'm also watching New Girl. That's a fun time. Um, for some weird reason, I gave in to my complete id, and I'm watching that dumb Shadowhunter series. And I can't say I'm enjoying it, but I am watching it. I am consuming it. So that's the thing that's happening. And um, the last thing that I am obsessed with very much... She's got a lot of things. <laughs> ...is running up that hill, the Meg Myers cover, mm-hmm. but specifically the music video... Because it has a very intriguing idea surrounding it. And I would suggest that literally every human being should watch it. People (laughs) who are interested in watching it, if you have epilepsy or you're sensitive to flashing lights, don't don't watch it. Just have somebody explain it to you and listen to the song because the song is... Yeah, have your clerk explain it to you. (laughs) Have your law clerk explain it to you. Please. Okay, and I just read George R. R. Martin's 1982 vampire novel called Fever Dream. I read this because I was excited for Elden Ring and some stuff that I'd heard about it suggested that um, apparently this book is is influential in, in some of the Dark Souls games. And I actually heard of it before, but it's one of those things that like I hear about it and then I forget about it and then I hear about it and I forget about it. And this time I was like, not going to forget about it. I'm, I'm going to get the book. I'm going to read it. And it was great. I actually, like, loved this book. It is definitely a vampire novel. Lots of cool vampire stuff. 
George R. R. Martin's vampires are are great. Um, he really put a lot of thought into creating those those creatures. They're like a separate species, and it's really interesting. I also learned a lot about steamboats against my against my will because the book is almost more about steamboats than it is about vampires. Um, <laughs> but it's like really good. The characters are great. Fever Dream. That's fever with a uh, F E V R E. Like weird spelled fever, fever dream because yeah. Anyway, there's a reason why. Just read it. It's good. George R. R. Martin wrote a vampire novel. You guys. Okay. It's not a vampire romance. It's a vampire romance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are we looking forward to playing next, Aaron? Um, I want to play Judgment soon, but I'm already playing a long Japanese game, Persona Five. So, I guess I'll have to wait till I finish that because they're giant. Um, Control comes out next month. And I I mention every time Code Bane, but this time it has a release date and it's September and I'm so stoked, but also nervous it'll be like Dark Souls and I won't be able to play it because ain't nobody got time for that. I don't have the patience for that kind of stuff. If nobody has time for that. (laughs) Well, I don't. don't (laughs) Mostly I don't have the patience for it. Ain't nobody got patience for that. I have the time, but not the patience. Um, yeah, I was going to order Sinking City Day Of, but then a little bit of what I was saying about it, it seems like it's not going to be as scary as I hoped. It looks like it's more, like it does have spooky elements, but it looks like it's more in the vein of like vampire um, or, or whatever. Spooky. More spooky, like action adventure mystery kind of game. Spooky atmosphere. Which could but... still be fun, but like I'm kind of thinking, ah, maybe I'll mm. maybe I'll wait then for that to be on sale. And just to, for, because I kind of am feeling like if I'm going to start playing something new right now, I want it to be survival horror. Um, I just, I miss survival horror. I need more of it in my life. And I bought Inside um, right before it went free for Xbox Gold. So that is just me doing that. Just, just (laughs) buying it right before it was, I could have just waited like two days. Um, and but I got it on the Switch, so I and that is the platform that I wanted to play it on. I didn't really want to play it on Xbox. Yeah. I wanted to play it on the Switch. So um, I guess I'm not bitter. I'm excited for Cyberpunk more than anything else, obviously. Um, but I'm also excited for Outer Worlds. It looks really cool. And I was under the impression that it was a Bethesda game for like a solid week. It is not. I know. It's just that's just an added little bit of um, trivia. Jensen trivia. Facts. Jensen facts. <laughs> Jensen thought that Outer Worlds was a Bethesda game for a solid week. <laughs> I learned that it wasn't from the unofficial controller podcast. Yes. So. Okay, lame face. <laughs> Sweet. That's literally the last question. Do not hold the That's... last question hostage. Just answer it. Honestly, right now, all I want to play is Skyrim, which is a problem. But I did start Devil May Cry 5, so I guess I'm excited to play that. <laughs> I'm very excited for Cyberpunk 2077, but isn't that coming out in 2020? So yeah, I know. Like it was always gonna come out. Yeah, I know. Think about it. I can't believe I for even a second I thought it might come out in 2019. No. (laughs) So that's a pipe dream that I'm ever going to get to play that ever. It's fine. Control looks neat. Um, I'm super excited for Vampire the Masquerade. And I saw an ad for the Blair Witch game, and it might be dumb, but it might also be really fun. And there's a puppy. There's a pupper oh, in it. I oh. hope the pupper's going to be okay. If the pupper's not okay, I'm going to boycott it. So 
Okay, and then last thing, this is just a little thing. We've decided we're going to implement uh, a new kind of silly idea. We're going to see how it works. Maybe yeah. we'll hate it and we'll just be like, nope, screw this. <laughs> but um, one, it's one of our birthdays. Whoever the birthday person is gets to basically impose their will upon the gaming habits of the other um, podcasters here. Just until then we record just the next episode. Just until we record the next episode. Basically, you have to... We're not going to like put a time limit on, or a time requirement or anything on it. But basically you just pick a game that they need to try. They've got to give it a shot. That they've got to give a shot. Um, and like that's the birthday present that yeah. we're going to give each other. And we're also going to do like holiday games. Yeah. Just for like major holidays. We're not going to like observe every single freaking holiday out there. Um, but <laughs> it's National Friendship Day. Gotta play a friendship game. You know, like, no, 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 like we're gonna do July Fourth. We're gonna do Fourth of July because we're July American. <laughs> Woo, America. Um, but like, and so we're each picking an American. So ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so ashamed. Um, yeah. So we're American, mm. and um, That's we're gonna thing. play American games. So for July Fourth. I have decided I'm going to play Spider-Man because that's a pretty freaking American game, in my opinion. Yeah. It's I your mean, Spider-Man. It's an American Peter superhero. Peter Parker, just your average American teen boy who can also be a Spider-Man. And, <laughs> and just red, white, and blue colors and set in America. We're kind of letting the the America theme thing here be really broad. Yeah, because... especially because I've already played all the most patriotic, patriotic games I can think of. So... I'm trying to decide between Mafia 3 because <laughs> it's set it's in America, made by an American company, and you play as a veteran, or Red Dead Redemption 1 because I only played like an hour of it until I tamed a horse and then got killed by a wolf and lost my save. Also, um, cowboys. So, wait. Yeah. Help me decide. Yeah, cowboys. Red Dead Redemption. That's my vote. You vote for Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that one's more classically American. Red Dead Redemption? What do you say? Yeah. All right, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> okay. Aaron. Um, I've actually been feeling some serious nostalgia for Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Oh, uh, that's a good one. So, I don't know. I, if it works on Xbox One, I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll that's America it. enough. buy the crap out of it. That's America. That's America, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Lainey. I'm gonna play Assassin's Creed Three and defend my my, my, Amer my American defend your boy heritage. George. My American boy George <laughs> <laughs> and the former colonies because salutary neglect was lit, and then England was like, <laughs> England was like, no, we kind of want your money instead, and we were like, ah, no. And yeah, remember okay. that time that we were in England for the 4th of July and yes, yeah, so we drank tea and we wanted to buy some tea and then go throw it in the Thames. Instead, we just drank it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Instead if you really wanted it, to be yeah. American, you would have pronounced it Thames. Okay. Thames. Now we got to what about Elsa's game? Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider oh, Spider-Man. Sorry. Okay. Spider now we got to backtrack because I, I, I freaking... Jumped the horse. Yeah, you did. Jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Please call yourself an American. You jumped the horse. Jumped the gun. What's the shark one? 
jump the shark. shark. It's a shark. different jump meaning. Okay, I we're not. Let's hope that we're not jumping the shark yet. Punch him um, in the boulder. Okay, but Lainey, now you got to pick your birthday games because it was Lainey's birthday right. on Sunday. So, what birthday <laughs> games are you imposing on all of so, us? So, well, I've decided to sorry to do a little switcheroo with Elsa and Jensen because Jensen would happily play. Dragon Age Origins, and Elsa would happily play Outlast. So I'm switching oh, that around. Oh, Elsa's... Oh, no. Yeah, Jensen's gonna play Outlast, and Elsa's gonna play Dragon Age Origins. Okay. And then... Um, Jensen's weeping. <laughs> because, I'm so scared. Because I'm an absolute fangirl, and I really love Dragon Age, I'm also gonna have Eren play Dragon Age, but not Dragon Age Origins. She's gonna play Tra- Dragon Age 2, because you can play them separate from each other, and I don't think you've played Dragon Age Can two. I suggest a slight modification? What? Let's have her play Whistleblower. Yeah. Because she might actually finish it. It's yeah. not long. We'll say Whistleblower. Okay. Yeah. And then I can watch parts because I love Whistleblower. I want to watch the end. I've only watched you play Whistleblower once. It's it's fine. It's fine. If What's-His-Name on PlayStation Access could do it, you can. Oh, my God. He was really bad at it. I almost beat <laughs> that one on, uh, what's well, the really hard mode where you can't save or get hit at all? The thing. Hard mode? No, it's like no, Nightmare it's like or insanity. Insane. Insanity yeah. mode. Ugh. I don't remember. I, I almost beat Hardcore? it. Hardcore? Uh, no, I, I beat it's it on. It's probably a... insane since you're in an asylum. I don't, re- I don't remember now because it's been a long time know. since I attempted it. That seems it. far too logical. It's been a really long time since I attempted it, but I beat it on every mode except for that one. And then I decided to give it a try and I got to the, I was so mad. I got to, I had, I think I had like five minutes left in the game. And wasn't it the part where you have to go underneath the table while the groom is coming and he jumps over the table and then you have to go past it? Wasn't it? No, it was, it was a, it was someplace where you have to jump up and grab onto a windowsill and climb into it. And I was standing in front of the wall, pressing the jump button and I kept hitting the wall. Oh, that's so and harsh. yeah, it was so frustrating because it was one of those things where like the timing was just a hair off. Yeah, and I died, and I was so sad. All right, you can tell the you can tell the less embarrassing story. Oh, my story! It's my greatest accomplishment in my entire young life, and that is including graduating high school. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I was leaving the place that I work, and I was walking um from the building to my parking spot and not my parking spot it's just the parking I was walking from the building to the parking lot and um right outside the building is a busy street and as I'm passing by I look around at the cars and the traffic cuz there's road work around and I just notice this young man on a motorcycle and I don't know I just keep looking at him cuz there's something about him and he's 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 a man-shaped man. He's a man-shaped man. He's very nice. <laughs> he looks like a man. He does look like a man. Oh, he was gorgeous. He was gorgeous. He <laughs> looked very nice. He had eyes that pierced into my soul. And I guess that's when I realized that he had a blue helmet on that, like, covered his eyes like a Ninja Turtle mask and then went over his head down to his neck. And I was like, that's an interesting design. I feel like I've seen that before. <laughs> and then I looked down at his chest and I realized there was a white star on it. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. And then I realized he had a shield on his back. And then I was like, oh, okay. And I went from having this quizzical look on my face to this, like, surprised, happy look on like, my face. Oh, it's Captain America. Yeah, I was like, hello, Steven. <laughs> and, <laughs> and at this point... 
The man makes eye contact with me and he smiles like, like, oh, hey, yeah, you're enjoying my costume. That's great. And I just looked at him and I smiled and I nodded and then I gave him a big old salute. And he gave me a salute back. And then he just rode off. Greatest moment of your life. And it was so great. He did ride off into the sunset. It was glorious. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah. It was perfect. That's great. And he might be a famous cosplayer, but we don't know. (laughs) I hope he's a famous cosplayer. But even if he wasn't, he was committed, man. It could have just been Captain America. I really hope it was just Chris Evans. <laughs> it was just Chris Evans. That was so funny. You know, driving past the Redmond building in his first For some Captain reason. America suit. Maybe he was going to primary children's. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Aww. That would be cool. Aww. Yeah. Let's imagine Actually, uh, whether or not it was Chris Evans, there's a, there's a real likelihood that he was going to, to Actually, yeah. That was neat. Yeah. Let's imagine Aww. that's what's happening. I mean, it's Fourth of yeah. July, so right. Captain yeah. America. Yeah, in America, <laughs> you get it. It's America. Yeah, that was part of my surprise too. I was like, "Hey, it's America Day." <laughs> it's America Day. Not yet. It's yeah. actually a Paris anniversary today. But it's America Day tomorrow. Yeah. And I mean, America Day sort of takes over the entire week. It's America Week. Okay, we're done, right? <laughs> this is Princess in another podcast, and I want to go to bed. Your princess is not in this podcast. Check back later. Later. Maybe she'll be in the next one. What do we say? Honestly, I think your princess is, like, tired right now. She's gonna go to bed. Yeah, your princess is dead tired. She's gonna go watch Stranger Things for a little while and then go to bed. This is Princess in another podcast, and I am the most tiredest princess in all the land.